Life Street Stars. We're here with Charleston White. The legend. This has been a long time coming, man. You had, you sitting down on that real couch, man, where it's real life. And we finna talk about some real shit. Man. Already. Man, before we get started, man, everybody don't know Def Dumb, stupid living up under a rock, man. Tell them where you're from and a little bit about yourself. Uh, man, Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, I, I, done, I done went from being a community activist from 2012 to about two years ago to, you know, becoming a, a, a internet sensation. Uh, I got tricked into this shit. Your motherfucker tried to shame me. You know, community activist snitches on Harvey Street Crips. Yeah. Went viral on World Star Hip Hop. Uh, and, and, and it was a popular, uh, it was a local popular rapper sister uh, by the name of Spud Boom. Uh, oh, wow. It was his sister who put the video on Facebook and, and tried to shame me. Uh, and then it went to World Star Hip Hop. And then uh, from there, uh, I joined Instagram and, and, and here we are, man. So it's been a hell of a ride. Now, I want to talk about the, the Crip situation, right? Because yeah. I remember when that happened, they were calling you Rat Williams. Yeah, that was, <laughs> like, that, yeah, that was the first. That was that was the first name they started calling me. Cause you right. know, I, I had I had them the motherfucking nappy raglass dreads. I was trying to grow them dreads, uh, and you know, I got that bald spot right there. Uh, so nigga, I'm a, I'm like George Jefferson. Yeah, I wasn't trying to hide no motherfucking bald spot, nigga. Yeah. So uh, they give me that name, saying that I look like Cat Williams. Well, I grew up hearing that I looked like Damon Wayans, you know, the homie, the clown, uh, the my wife and kids. So I grew up hearing that from from white people. Uh, so the the, the Cat Williams uh, comparison, you know, uh, had me mad in the motherfucker. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I'm way more handsome than that nigga. And yeah, and I bite an apple off the top of that nigga head. I'm way taller than that little short ass nigga. Uh, there so, you go. Yeah, but but as they kept saying it. Nigga, I was really offended by the name Rat Williams. Nigga, I'm mad in the motherfucker. I want to fight behind that shit, nigga. But uh, rather than, cause, cause rather than letting them win with it, uh, yeah, nigga, I took the name. Yeah, fuck it. I'm Rat Williams, nigga. Yeah, nan, nanny, boo, boo. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you really feel like you were snitching? Oh, uh, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, homie. Uh, you know, uh, I, I come from the criminal elements of society. Yeah. Uh, and I understand what snitching is. Uh, snitching is two niggas getting in trouble uh, and, and one telling to get out of it. Uh, when a man when a man evolve and, and, and grow past the criminal elements of society, uh, street rules don't apply no more, homie. So, uh, nah, nigga, if you, if you see your neighbor house getting broken into and you call the police, that ain't snitching. Uh, if, if me and you riding in the car together and we friends, we childhood friends, and we get pulled over by the police, and they find some dope up under your seat. Now, I know I ain't sitting over there. And the police say, well, who dope is this? And you look at me, and you don't say it's mine. It's his, sir. Yeah, it's his. Say, nigga, tell that white boy, that ain't snitching. That's setting the record straight. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. So, uh, if, 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 if five kids, if, if five kids go to the mall together, five kids go to the mall together, and one kid get caught stealing, and they got to call all the parents, right? 
and 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 I tell my mama the truth about what happened, that ain't snitching. That's telling the truth. Now, how hard or easy has it been to instill those values in the kids that you work with? Because uh, a lot of kids believe that we grow up like uh, you know, tattletale or snitches get stitches. So how how do we deprogram that way of thinking? Oh uh, well, you 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 uh you you tell them when the last time you seen a snitch get a stitch. There you go. <laughs> they talk that shit. Uh, but if, if we being honest as black people, uh, most of us most of us are raised to tell. If if, if we all spend a night at grandmama's house, all the cousins, and we do something, and grandmama come in there and say, "Who broke this motherfucking lamp?" And don't nobody say nothing. Everybody get an ass whooping. Everybody. By the time they get to the one who didn't break it, they telling. Because they don't want that ass whooping. She, they done seen how she done hit, accidentally hit you in the back. Oh, <laughs> uh, this nigga here done ran and she go, she got to chase him. So you sitting back watching these niggas go through it for that ass whooping. Now, you know you didn't break that. Yeah. She done whooped the nigga that already done broke it. You don't need to get me, granted. He did it. You know? So, nigga... When you get in trouble, we done already saw a thousand episodes of First 48. Yeah. What do the, who do they first person they call when they want you to tell? Your mama. Mm -hmm. Your mama come in that interrogation room and she sit down with you and she say, son, tell these people the truth now. We was made to believe that the truth will set you free. Most of us, when we start getting in trouble with the law, we're so young in age, we don't have a concrete belief system to stand on, not to tell it. Right. 90% of cases are plea bargains. Very true. So that means if 90% of cases are plea bargains, then that means more people are snitching and cooperating just telling on themselves. Very true. So we have to shatter this myth that, no, nah, homie, everybody tell it. Everybody snitch. That's bullshit, homie. We just, why you think when the feds come get everybody in Dallas, they get everybody? Why you think when they come to Fort Worth, they get everybody? Why you think when they get everybody, they get everybody? Because, nigga, everybody tell it. But they want the kids to believe that these niggas is standing on this no snitching rule, and they getting life without parole, and they ain't saying nothing. We 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 gotta be honest, homie. Uh, uh, nobody's standing on street codes no more. So it's easy to convince them uh, of 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 what we all know is uh, nature's first rule of law is self-preservation. Do you believe in um involuntary snitching? Uh, you mentioned Spud Boom to where he. He did it. Yeah, hell work. yeah, he did some bullshit. Yeah, like he, he said, he said yeah. that the police were smarter. They were smart the way they was asking the questions. That man, he told on the, the nigga over here didn't even have nothing to do with it. Everybody know that. Just say, say, man, listen, that's Spudboom, we want to talk to you about credit card fraud. But we were going out there to buy the weed over there with that nigga, and he had plenty of weed now. But you know, said, but no, Spuddy, we don't want to talk about that. No, but we but we, we were going to do the call. That's what he did. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, just put the, your man in. The way they asked the questions, it was. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, but, but, well, that's, uh, 
They call that dry snitching. Oh, 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 oh. Your lawyer called that volunteering information. Why are you volunteering information? That's what your lawyer called it. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? So, but that's a nigga who don't know about being in trouble. Mm. It ain't never good to talk no way. That's why it's a reason they say you got a right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court. A lot of the reason why your greatest defense is your silence. There you go. That's your greatest defense is your silence. Man. That's real. That's real. Now I want to ask you, um, since your your claim to fame, um, how has it been for you as far as just adjusting to people knowing your name, people knowing your face? How has it been for you just moving through the, uh, just just through our society right now? Uh, yeah, I'm just starting to realize I'm a I'm a I'm the big shit now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, now uh, well you know a nigga pussy rate go up. There you go. Uh, That's really, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 just, just, uh, very popular. Uh, I can be sitting in my car, homie, uh, and I can't see nothing from her on over her. And I be fucking with my phone, and I hear a nigga say, Charleston White. I say, Oh, I'm finna die, because I can't <laughs> see him over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, I all I heard a nigga just say, oh, Charleston, I say, oh, man, nigga got caught me slipping. You know what I'm saying? So, but he'd be, he'd be a fan. But in my mind, man, how this nigga recognize me? I'm sitting in my car. How he's, how, what about my head? What, what, what's standing out about me? So, uh, that's what's getting me now, how they recognize me so quickly. Uh, so, yeah, uh, but, I ain't met nobody that's mad at me yet, homie. So you haven't been approached by any Crips or? Oh uh, no. Oh, uh, oh uh, man, I, I was in I was in North Carolina, in Greenville, North Carolina, with a guy by the name of Quasimoto, a rapping nigga who tricked me to come down there to an awards, and, and it was a wonderful event. Uh, but they took me through the hood, and uh, I met this nigga who had just come home from prison. Uh, he was like an alien. He didn't have a social media platform. He didn't have YouTube, no nothing. And he was real grimy looking, New York kind of grimy. You know, hey son, you know. Uh, and I'm checking him out, and, and you know, I'm, I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing what I need to see, right? Uh, the, 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 the other little niggas with him, nigga in the wheelchair. They, they in front of a bando, uh, you know, a, a, a burn up house. And uh, I put him on my YouTube channel. He started rapping. So uh, it got like five, six, seven thousand views in like a matter of minutes. And so before he, he ended, I told him, say, man, how can they find you? They want to rap. So he put his number out there. So when he hung up, when I, when I ended the YouTube, somebody called his line and said, hey, yo, uh, homie said, fuck blood. And he said, fuck Nipsey Hussle. So this guy name is Flames. Blood nigga, right? So uh, he said, hey, yo, let me holler at you for a minute. So we kind of walk off a little bit. And he said, uh, hey, yo, you said fuck blood? I said, yeah. He said, you said fuck Nipsey Hussle? I said, yeah. He said, hey, yo, I'm a, I'm a blood. Yeah, I'm a blood, yo. Somebody just 
So I tap him, hit him in the stomach, tap him like that. And I said, uh, what, what's your real name, homie? He said, Larry. I said, keep rapping, Flames. You might get Larry out the streets and walk off. He stood there days. Hey. I had another encounter. Uh, we still talk right to this day. Uh, I'm actually having him come down here uh, because the nigga rap so raw, uh, uh, he been getting all kind of offers and calls. So uh, he, he gonna come down here uh, so I can interview him and, and tell the experience that how, how he and I met. Uh, so I go to I, I go to my one of my little favorite little strip clubs, and uh, this nigga who I've been this, this nigga who uh, he a killer. Everybody know him in the city, uh, but I say his name a lot, fucking with him. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and so uh, me and the nigga encounter each other one night. Uh, and he wanted to fight. He wanted to squabble. Or he act like he did. He could have, but he didn't. Uh, he want me to leave him alone. Yeah, man, just leave him. Nigga, just quit leaving me alone. Nigga, I ain't fucking with you. Uh, well, I don't know what you're talking about, nigga. Yeah, I'm being the dickhead. Uh, you know, uh, but I know I'm wrong. Uh, but other than that, nah, homie. It looked like people would believe I need security. Uh, they would, man, they would, people think, man, homie, I travel everywhere by myself. I travel everywhere by myself, homie. Uh, I got a lot of hate online. But I, I haven't done anything to anybody where they really that convicted where when they see me, they'll hurt me. I ain't done, it's some niggas done really done something to some people that they need to be hurting. That's so, facts. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I'm saying some shit that evokes a emotion. I ain't done nothing to cause no reactions. There you go. So let's go ahead and get into it, man. Uh, you know, we want to address uh, just some things that's, you know, kind of been going on. Uh, for one, Yeah. Uh, I see Wack 100 want to cancel you. Yeah, yeah. He sure wanted to just get you out of here, out of here, out of here. Yeah. Said we don't condone the things Charleston White is saying. Who is this man? Um, you haven't had a chance to respond to Wack as far as well, for those who don't know what's going on. Yeah. So tell them what's yeah. what what the clip was about. The, the, clip was about. It, the, the clip was, you know, as far as I believe it was a clubhouse conversation. Yeah. And therefore you alleged uh, you know, what happened in the past with some, you know, young Caucasian females as far as what was, you yeah, know, what running, is on record. Run, running trains. Yeah, they, running trains and, yeah, and they doing don't the think, damn thing. They don't, and, they don't think that's rape. Niggas it, don't think that's rape, homie. Hey, and honestly, you know, it's it's subjectional as far as as far as what someone would call it, uh, what a female would call it. What do, you, what do you think it is? Uh, it was normal sex when we was doing it, but nigga, when you know better, you do better. Mm -hmm. Nigga, that was, we were raped. I was yeah. raped, homie, because I work with kids that done, done the same thing we do, except they might can put it on camera now. Yes, boyfriend get to school or somebody don't show boyfriend. Boyfriend say something to her. She go back and say, they did this. Yeah. Or the school counseling them see this. Yeah. Or the school counseling them see this, right? So they make a referral to juvenile services. Yeah. So this where I come in at. Man, this is part of our culture. Oh no, nah, man, them boys ain't raping. Man, this is what we do. This part of our everybody says, this ain't a part of our culture. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Man, we've been doing this since the 80s. We don't get a, let me just say this. We all done been at the stoplight 
and see three little boys walking with one girl from away from a school. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. What comes to mind? Right around 1 p.m. <laughs> right around right around 1:30, <laughs> 2 p.m. What, what comes to mind? Hey. So so what I'm saying is, we was doing these things. Some of us as low as 12 years old. Yeah. But for the most part, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Who do you know at this age is having responsible sex in the first place? We gonna call it regretful sex. <laughs> <clears throat> How many niggas we know, we might know one flipper. Yeah. Who down for everybody. Mm. But for the most part, when we flipping and running trains, it's trickery. It's coercion. Coercion is rape. Let me break it down a little yeah. further. Coercion can be you having her come over with drinks. The intention of getting her drunk in order to have sex with her, to sleep with her, that's called coercion. Most people say, nah, man, that ain't rape. Well, what if she getting drunk at the bar? You ain't getting her drunk. But if you getting her drunk to go home with her, that's rape. That's why a lot of the homegirls always step in and say, uh-uh, nah, she ain't going with y'all. Yeah, yeah. That's why that happened. We are taught in our culture, nigga, let's get her fucked up so we can fuck. Say, nigga, I'm finna get over here, nigga, get a full of this girl. We go pull this in the punch. It ain't so we can get high and just have fun and dance. It's the fuck. Now that I know this, and I'm saying, nigga, we really fucked up as a race of people. Nigga, how we fuck with our women or how we get pussy. Nigga, we ain't told when she say no, you jump up and stop. Nigga, you keep trying. You maybe try to put your leg in between her leg a little bit. She kind of tighten her leg up a little bit. You find another position to try to get in there. And she, her, her body responses are let you know. She might be saying no. How many niggas take no for the first answer? Come on, homie. Come on, man. You keep applying pressure. Well, especially when you're young, man. What what age was it when you came to? Because when I think about when I finally start feeling like when I had my daughter and I start thinking about stepping into these situations with certain young ladies and where my mindset would go, or am I going to get them fucked up or how I get them to the crib? Like, I was like, damn, I didn't really, it didn't, it didn't hit me to even think about it like that. This is what hit me, nigga. Uh, nigga, uh, I got to buy, uh, 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 them things for them girls when they have periods. Uh, me and my daughter is, is, is man. We got I got to buy what she got bras. Yeah, nigga, I got a daughter that's developing, and and nigga, I'm starting to say, man, well, how this go go for her? Cause nigga, we used to do some low down dirty things, just trying to have fun with you know, man. Now, oh. Uh, so now, man, so I'm analyzing our culture, nigga, because now I got kids. Nigga, I got a daughter. Not only that, I'm seeing the effects of the culture from going in the juvenile system. I'm listening to young niggas who can't do nothing. They, they conversations as a rapper. They telling you what NBA Youngboy said. Yeah, just like, just like NBA Youngboy said. Nigga, don't relate to that, no. It's, everything is what a rapper said. 
Even grown niggas say it. Yeah, niggas just like Jesus said, woo, woo, woo. They quote rap as if it's scripture. They, they quote raps as if it's philosophy, as if these guys are philosophers, scholars. So nigga, I'm a nigga examining our culture and looking at the effects of this shit on how it's affecting us. So when you play this shit all the way back, nigga, we've been distorted from the time we learned how to talk to a girl. Nigga, we only talking to her to fuck her. Mm. We want to fuck on the first date. That's where her value comes from with us. Yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? No, nah, I feel you on that. So, we were having a conversation. So, so then, when you look at our music, homie, I'm a nigga, I, man, I'm married to a black woman. But nigga, every now and then, nigga, my wife will get called a bitch. And I see how that hurt her. And I see how my daughter be affected to hear me say that. Nigga, my daughter be mad if nigga, it fucked me up. But nigga, this is our culture. Say, nigga, I'm, see, I'm saying, hold on, nigga, this is my bitch calling. Say, man, I'm finna get ready to go home to my bitch. So for me to sit, for, so for me to articulate what we used to do, you won't find nobody that's on this, homie. Go all the way back to, man, you can go to LL, outside the high schools. You can go to NWA. A hundred miles of running. I'm at a high school dance. Uh, two live crew. Uh, the girl will say, stop. I say I'm not. So, you, you see what I'm saying? So, man, you yeah. go all the way back, huh? You go all the way back. So, even the movies. When you go back to the movies like Penitentiary. They was literally showing us other men raping other men, nigga, in the movie Penitentiary, some of the black exploitation films. So it's the culture. So, so I got I to gotta ask you this question, though. So for people who might have heard the clip, right? They took that one They took small. that little clip. So can you elaborate? What were you trying to expound oh, on? Because oh, the clip well, kind of sounds crazy if you just hear the well, clip. Well, well, what I was expounding on, I was saying that hip-hop culture is a, is, a, is a violent, murderous, rape culture. It promotes rape. It promotes murder. It promotes violence toward African-American people. It promotes it. Well, no, it don't. Well, what gave, why you think Rick Ross said what he said? <laughs> Molly and her champagne. She didn't even know it. Oh. Uh, well, we can go to Fu Fugiano. Fugiano, yeah. Fugiano say took her back to the spot, gave the bitch a perk. She didn't even understand me. When I told her drop her panties. Yeah, <laughs> did he? No, <laughs> facts, facts. Nigga, Matt. what? Say <laughs> what? Say, nigga, you what? <laughs> but when I first heard it, nigga didn't pay that no mind. Don't pay it no mind. You don't pay it because it slides right by you. Now you said you still friends with uh you know some of the girls from back then. Is it yeah. something y'all can laugh about now? Oh uh, well, uh, nobody wants to say it was rape. There you go. There you go. For one, the stigma of the girls who were having trains ran on them, homie. They know what was happening to them. They know they was being violated, homie. But once you get them in this situation, what can they say? They kids. This is a lot of pressure. You're naked. You got all, what can a, how do a girl get out of that without saying stop it and being mad? 
But yeah. she's afraid of rejection from this guy because she too come from a distorted home who probably was molested. Mm. She too, because the girls who hadn't been touched or molested, they're not over here spread eagle like this. It's the ones with the perversion like us. We just taking advantage of her vulnerability. It's always more of us than it is of her. True, that's facts. Now, I, I wanna ask you, um, because you know you touched on this on your Vlad interview, um, as far as, you know, for our society coming up, you know, early 80s, you know, going into the 90s and things like that, um, hip hop and, uh, you know, um, movies and Hollywood, they glorified poverty. They glorified coming from the bottom, they glorified the struggle. And I know you had said that, you know, you looked into that and was like, man, I'm, shit, damn what I'm coming from. I want to live that lifestyle. Yeah. Um, that seems to be still prevalent to this day as far as the glorification of of the the bottom. Yeah. Coming through the struggle. Do you feel like, you know, we need to change the narrative of, you know, like if you see a, a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and that Will Smith is the, you know, he's the, the catch compared to Carlton being the smart one, like he's the money maker, looks like he's the Ivy Leaguer, but yeah, we want to gav- gravitate towards the, I don't, my mom and my parent, my, my mom and my dad isn't in my life, you know, I'm from the bottom, this is what it is, and it seems like, I think we're all motivated by, you know, female interests, yeah. uh, what's glorified in hip hop, what's glorified in Hollywood. Like what are your thoughts as far as on that, as far as what's being portrayed for the young youth coming up? Oh. Uh, Getting it out the mud. Get, get, getting it out the mud seems to be the best concept that we want to grab from. Mm. Uh, n- nobody wants to be an heir. Uh, no, no child wants to brag about that I'm an heir of the whites. <laughs> you, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, the, like Hilton, Paris Hilton. She's an heir of the Hilton. Right. Hilton Hotel. Uh, it's easy the, for me. Uh, the Bushes. Uh, uh, they're heirs of the DuPonts. Yeah. Uh, just thank the motherfuckers who make the iodide salt. Here we all got salt. Just think about that family. They're heirs. Uh, black people don't pride themselves in being heirs. Our pride come from getting it out the mud and then playing like we ain't got to struggle no more. Mm. See, now today's black kids even in the ghetto, play like they rich. True. You, you see what I'm saying? True. Everybody want to play like the beginning was a struggle, right. and now they ain't struggling now. True. Whereas they still struggling. Uh, something's happened to uh, our mind, homie, and, and, and what we value and see as, as being dignified. We claim that we struggle out of poverty, but when you look at black people and you hear black people's narrative, they don't have a struggle in America anymore. Oh yeah, no, no. They love to see the the glow up. Yeah. Uh, you know, from what honestly, they wanna when they say hey, they wanna be us or they wanna study our culture, it's like they wanna study the the the, the beauty of our culture, not the not the bottom of our culture, so I, I totally get it. Uh, we're, we've always been the black faces on television. Yeah. 
Remember, white people used to paint their faces black to play us because we couldn't be on television. Hmm. It's going back to that. There you go. Now, I want to ask you, uh, from your history as far as just in gang culture and things that, you know, that you've seen coming up, we had a situation with uh, Draco, Draco the Ruler, um, in regards to uh, him getting stabbed in the neck at a... At an event that yeah. should have been well protected, as far as where you shouldn't have gotten stabbed in the neck, yeah. weapon shouldn't have been in there. But of course, it was a gang situation to where it was a 100 to 15. He was outnumbered, and of course, he lost his life. Uh, uh, there's been a lot of commentary as far as how that happened. Um, how did you know one get up on the other? Uh, him keeping it real, as far as him, the one as far as you know, keeping it solid is you know fighting. And then, of course, you know, weapon comes out and he gets stabbed in the neck. Um, I want to know your thoughts on as far as on that situation, as far as coming from your history and, you know, just if there's any code violation there. Is, uh, that, is it the promoter's fault? No, it ain't the promoter's fault. Uh, who don't die at rap events? You name me one rap event where people ain't go die and get shot. Everybody knows that when you come to the rap event. That's why some people, that's why some people say, hey, we don't even want y'all events over here. That's why some people say, hey, minus fact, if y'all do have an event over here, we need you guys to have a $10 million insurance and bonding policy because you guys are gonna tear up something and there may be some lives lost and there's gonna be some weapons snuck into the place. This is already anticipated at every rap venue. It's not anticipated at the pop culture. It's not anticipated at Travis Scott event. That's why did nobody die gunshots wound. They was trampled and, and some freak accident kind of shit. They already know what's happening with the rap concert. So let me just say this, because I'm glad you guys that I don't know nothing about Drake, yo, Drake, oh, the ruler, never heard his music, never even heard his name till he died. But after he died, I looked into him and I realized he just beat two murder cases. You reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. You just got away with two murders. Involved in it, maybe done it, who knows? But it's two lives that's being taken. How we don't know? How we don't know? This is for those two lives. By whatever God, whatever thing in the sky. How we know this ain't justice? Now, I've heard you say that you hate rappers, and I understand why you would hate the institution of hip hop. No, nah, no, nah, I hate rappers. Most of them fake. Most of them ain't the niggas they on the microphone talking they to. Most of them, if they go to their neighborhood, they a whole ass nigga. Somebody telling them to be quiet, nigga. Right. So I hate them niggas, homie, because they ain't what they say they is. But wouldn't you say that's a part of entertainment period? Nobody uh, is who they portray to be uh, once they get on in front of these lights. Then, 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 then let us know that. The rappers used to let us know that. Yeah, they used to let us know that. Yeah, they used to let us know that, hey man, this is just rap lyrics. Yeah, I'm just, I'm acting. Yeah, yeah, but these, yeah, yeah, they used to let us know that. But no, nah, these niggas is live, living this shit. The lines trying, get blurred. Or, 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 or they, they are attempting to live up to it. Yeah. Right? So, uh. You never see these niggas in father role. You never see these niggas playing brother role to their sister. You never see these niggas playing. These niggas is rappers all the time. So in, in my mind, homie, these they the most fraudish niggas uh, in, in the community. 
is the rap niggas. They lie and talk about cars they ain't got even before they get the car. They be talking about uh, shit that they ain't never even done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they some lying motherfuckers. <laughs> but let me ask you this, like, you stayed in LA for a little bit. Yeah. For, what for is the LA street politics? Cause it seems like LA right now is like, it's like Call of Duty or some shit. People uh, just getting robbed, broad daylight. It's going too crazy. What, what, what do you uh, think is going on? Oh, uh, they have very little opportunities in LA. Very, they have, they have, they have very, 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 very little. Black people are are small, 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 small minority in California. Black people don't have nothing in California, homie. They ain't got nothing. Everything is everybody else's. Uh, they have one of the worst school districts between their teachers and their teachers' union. Uh, their schools look like prisons. And gang culture in L.A. supersedes life. Gang culture supersedes life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness in California. So mm. if you live amongst, if you live amongst the constraints and the restraints of gang culture, uh, you are in bondage and oppressed. And majority of most black people who live in Los Angeles, California, live below the poverty level. And when you go on Skid Row, homie, that's where your black people go be. Yeah, Skid Row. And uh, if, if you're a young man growing up on Slauson, or you live, you grew up in Watts, what is the, uh, like, coming out of high school, is there like a, you, well, well, if you grow up in Slauson, you will never grow past Slauson. Mm. If, you, if you grow up in Watts, you will never grow past Watts. It's almost, it's almost like being born in a third world country and, and whatever your parents are, that's what you will be. Yeah. That's real. What is the infatuation with people wanting to go to LA? Is it just- Hollywood. So that Hollywood gave us all these street names. They, they, they gave it the glamorification of it. Right, but what happened was them niggas started extorting Hollywood movie producers. Damn. They started extorting a record industry people because they show up at the same restaurants where they having dinner with their wife. Look out there and see Big Use standing on his road by Road Roy. When he take his kids to school, who we see again, Big U. Yeah. So that's why these niggas got the extort game. That's why they run into your house out there and try to kidnap you. So what, what happened, what, what happened was they had a long run. That's why if you go to California or anywhere and, and, and you make a video, you got to pay them niggas in their neighborhood to come through here. Check Even it. Hollywood got to pay to come make a movie here. That's crazy. So, so, so them you... niggas been extorting the industry. They've been, so now, nigga, all the brands have left. LA. Right, like we gotta get the fuck around. Yeah. Guess where they at? In the Dallas area. Yeah. Toyota, all these major brands, nigga, AT&T, Globe Life, Nike, Amazon, Google, they, all the brands are here. Yeah, damn LA. Would you say LA has they, they gangster shit the most together out of every state? Nah, nah. Uh-uh. But you said they extorting it. Oh, uh, well, 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 but, but homie, but homie that, they was doing that from a street level. Right. And then Suge Knight and them was the last to do that. 
So if they had their gangster shit together, nigga, they'll be having union contracts like the mafia Italians in, no, in New York with the with the construction companies, facts. like the like the Mexican mafia in yeah. California, like the Mexican tar cartels, you know, with the underground tunnels running. Them niggas don't have their shit together, nigga, because everybody broke. They yeah. can't extort nobody. Can't shake nobody down, nigga. When you look at when you look at the uh, WAC 100, what what artist is popping? That they got, they ain't got no big name artists no more coming up out of their home. Mm. You wanna say Blueface is a big name artist? No, man, I ain't never even heard his song. I can't name one song he sang. Man, I man, 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 I man, I, don't, I couldn't even identify him. Who is he? Mm-hmm. Nigga's a no name nigga. When you talking about little baby them and and, and Dirk and nah, I'm, ain't no more big names that got a big name outside of California that's being played across the radio station. Yeah, you gotta get Nowhere, past. Huh? You gotta get past Kendrick Lamar, and I ain't he seen, ain't I, even been played no yeah, more. Yeah, right. I ain't seen that since he ain't you know, even been played no more. The young people are not listening to him, homie. The yeah. youth is making this shit go now. Ain't nobody else in is set on California music, homie. They had they run. Now, they I, run is over with for the music and, and all that, homie. They over with. Okay. Now, I personally want to ask you a question um, that I just want you to clarify because. It caused so much controversy as everything you say does. Um, you did say the Crips and Blood situation was worse than slavery. Oh, uh, yeah. If you, if you could, if you could go into more detail as far as what let me just you say this. To convey uh, with that. Even though slaves, well, let me just say this: ninety percent of white people didn't own slaves first and foremost. Ninety percent of white people in this country didn't own slaves. Slavery happened to white people, black people, uh, but when you look at the conditions, the minds and the hearts of black people who were slaves, they were some of the most dignified people under those conditions. They were not violent people. They did not kill one another. They did not create an internal system of destruction. So let's just look at what gangs do. Gangs kill black people. Slavery didn't kill black people. Mm. That's debatable. That's debatable right? No, no, you had Ku Klux Klan right. who came and killed black people. Why would your slave master kill you, nigga, and I need you to till all this goddamn land? Mm. They didn't kill their slaves. Nigga, they ain't kill slaves. They kill a nigga that wasn't a slave. They didn't beat their slaves to death. They needed that nigga to be healthy. Could you work him to death? But you not go work him to death. You go work him till he get old and he go die. He can't be worked to death. He wasn't that weak. Mm. This thing, this, this person was like a much, this was the closest thing to an animal in his work ethic. Nigga, this is the closest thing to a machine. A nigga that can work from sun up to sun down and never got tired. And he can do this every day, 365 days, no day off. 
He never got tired. He never could get tired. How you gonna work him to death? Now we can be worked to death. We need a break. We need a vacation. We'll quit. We can talk back. So who can look at gangbanging and say, well, no, nah, man, they did this in slavery. Nigga, you ain't never even seen slavery, so how you go compare it to it? I just know one thing, homie. Black people never looked at black people as slaves and say, I'm gonna kill you. So anything that'll make you look at your brother and say, I'll kill you, got to be bad. Mm. And worse than anything else that can exist, it make you kill your brother. There you go. There you go. Now I do want to ask you all, and I this is just again your chance to respond. Uh you have made, you know, quite a ruckus, quite a stir um on uh the Kevin Gates situation. Kevin Gates responded. Did you get a chance to see his response? Yeah, yeah. Where he yeah. didn't want to name you by name, but he, of course, spoke on what, you know, your relevance to what his situation was. Yeah. Um, before I even go into what Kevin Gates responded, I'm sure the world saw, but as far as your response to his, his message to the guy who knows who this is about, um, I, I do want you to respond to what he said because – he it looked like he came with peace, and uh, but he also said what it, you know, he said what it was. You know, he called he, he's insignificant. There's some names, some 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 uh, nouns got thrown out there. Oh uh, yeah, I ain't, I ain't hear that part. Yeah, I ain't, <laughs> I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't I ain't hear him say what it was. Uh, in my mind, I'm saying, man, why that nigga respond to me? Yeah, in my mind, homie, this nigga is a celebrity rapper. Oh uh, man, why this nigga? This nigga listening to me and he responding. Uh, and at first, my first reaction was go, man, fuck all that shit, nigga. Yeah, you know. Uh, but the but the but the nigga response was so genuine. Uh, and, and then uh, he responded like a man. And so what he what he did was his his response as a man. Uh, it, it took away any any power uh, of ugliness that I would want to reply with. Because the nigga mm. said, I love you, man. He said, I love you, brother. The nigga said, I love you. Yeah. How many black boys and black brothers and, and, and black men say that to each other, to other black men? Right. So, uh, Does, did that response throw you off a little bit? Uh, well, nah, homie. Uh, nigga, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man of, 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 of wisdom. His response, homie, is the clear, clear example of, 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 of why Dr. King then was able to get the 1964 civil rights legislation. Mm. Uh, uh, we say Dr. King should have been hitting them white folks back. We say they should have died and, 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 and all of that, but he, he beat America with love. Yeah. So what that brother did, homie, he left an example for other black men to, to respond to other black men with love, homie. Man, beat me with love, homie. How I'm going to be ugly to that nigga? That nigga said, man, I love you. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm a fan of your community work. When he said that, I thought, I said, man, you know what? Look. Man, that nigga used to share all my shit last year. Before I even became big, homie, that nigga used to share my shit. Mm. Man, I'm wrong in a motherfucker. But he didn't respond as a rapper, homie. Mm. And he responded as a man because a rapper would have been saying, yeah, say, let me tell you something, old bitch ass nigga. Whoop de blam, whoop de blam. He responded it like a gentleman, homie. 
So uh, I matched the energy. I became a reflection of what was before me. That's all I'm gonna ask you. Did you um, did you reflect on as far as what you originally said to even get him to no, respond? I didn't, I didn't think about nothing. I said <laughs> uh, because because at this point I done already said what I said, so ain't nothing to think about. Oh, uh, go. I gotta think about what he done said. Yeah. And nigga, what man say I love you? A black man to black man before the world. Yeah. Before the world. So no, nah, nigga. Uh, he even, he even bigged you up, uh, said he was uh, a fan of yours and what yeah. you did with the community. Well, well, I'm 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 looking at the fact, homie, uh, that the man is 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 he 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 giving acknowledgement to God. Uh the man got a different kind of spirit about itself. Uh you know how strong it was for a nigga to respond like that? You know how strong of a man you gotta be? There you go. You know what you 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 know you you know how much goodness in your heart, homie, you got to have? Nigga. Uh, uh, ninety-eight percent of people alive that's black ain't got that kind of love in their heart for another black person. Huh? So he left an example for all of us to follow. Man, love conquers hate. Cause I was being hateful. I was being real hateful. Huh? I love it. Yeah. How often would you say you're wrong about some shit? Not often, Daddy. Yeah. I pray that probably won't ever happen again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. About ninety-nine point seven percent. Oh, cause sometimes I want to be wrong. It's some, it's some niggas that would have done that, that I would, it's some niggas that probably would have said the same thing he said, and I probably would be like, man, fuck that bitch ass nigga. I don't care nothing about what that nigga talking about. But it, it, it's something about, homie, uh, the sincerity, uh, the sincerity of, 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 of <coughs> say, homie, when you hear a nigga say, where my water go? When you hear a nigga say, uh, put, I ain't drinking and I ain't smoking. Whoa. We ain't even on the same level, homie. I ain't got no business fucking with you because I'm smoking. You're a different kind of man, homie. Than us. We getting high, we getting intoxicated, uh, we fucking plenty of hoes. So this man said, I'm at peace. So it ain't nothing that I can say to undo what I done said. I gotta sit here and listen at a man who given us. In a fucked up culture, homie. In a fucked up culture, everybody want him to be. Everybody want him to respond with hate against me. That's why we talking about this. Yeah. Motherfucker want this to be ugly, and I'm telling y'all, hey, homie, how can this be ugly, nigga? When this nigga conquered me with love. There and you did go. Did y'all hear what he said? Everybody looking to see what I'm saying. That man said, I don't drink or get high. I'm trying to get to where he at. That man said, man, I'm at peace with myself. Now, now let's think about what I'm saying to him and about him. This is a man who done come before the world and say, I've been molested. Nigga, and I'm trying to shame him. I'm trying to shame him. This man got every right to respond with me with bitch ass nigga, woo, woo, woo. And he come back with love. Nigga, that's how you know it's a real God. There you go. That's how you know it's a real God, nigga. So who would want to try to take this and make me and that nigga enemies after that, homie? No, nah, man, that man came and told us, homie, even though this didn't happen to me, how many niggas would even come out and talk about it? Because it happens more often than we would want to talk about. But here it is, this man and openly talk about this. I done come and try to shame him. He come back and said, nah, bro, I love you. Nigga put love on me, homie. That's an example that we all should be following, nigga, in the rap game. 
squash this whole goddamn beef shit. There yeah. you go. See, love squash a lot of things, my nigga. That nigga put me in my place with love. Had he not responded with love, I'd still be disrespecting him. Now, uh, one of our other partners that we talk to frequently, Rainwater, said, man, y'all know uh, Charles took me to church. He was like, damn, that nigga go to church? Oh, uh, nah, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I, uh, nah, man, I had seen that nigga in the strip club. Uh, I wasn't gonna put, say that part. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I seen that nigga in the strip club and he told me he was going to church. I said, nigga, you going to church in the morning? See, I'm finna get out of here, I'm finna go to church. I said, well, shit, nigga, you going to church in the morning? I'm gonna go too. Uh, and, and so what, I like to pop up at churches. Uh, I can't go to church in Fort Worth because everybody knows me. So all the pastors think I'm coming to fuck with them and start shit. Yeah. Yeah, and I done been, and I done got, you know, I got kicked out the church for cussing. So they don't want me in their churches. So I ride out here to Bishop Eli Church. Uh, 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 Bishop Eli and and, and uh, uh, Curtis Blow, they 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 partners. Y'all might not know who Curtis Blow is, but he, we know he, Curtis Blow. Yeah, your son named Riri, right? Yeah. So uh, so I met them old niggas, and and they was on my podcast, and and so uh, I didn't know they were preachers, they were reverends, and so I came into the studio saying, "Say, man, I done cussed this bitch out at church," and they kept saying, "Man, the pastor here." And I kept, man, I don't give a damn about them motherfucking pastors. And they kept saying, man, the pastor here. I said, yeah, man, fuck them, man, I feel bad in the motherfucker cussing that bitch out in church. And uh, so I'm cussing like this with the pastor dude in the room, man, because he don't look like no preacher man. Uh, yeah, 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 he don't look like no preacher man. And so uh, when I realized he was a pastor, yeah, I feel like shit. You're talking like that in front of the man. Uh, and he a real preacher dude, homie. So uh, so I interviewed him on my podcast and uh, went and visit his church. Uh, so his church like in the Oak Cliff, South Dallas borderline. Uh, and so shit, when I went there, uh, I told Rain, uh, say man, let's go to this, this church over here. And uh, I told him it was South Dallas and it was in the heart of Oak Cliff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I told him it was in South Dallas, and it was in the heart of Oak Cliff. Yeah, he walked into a lion's den. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 so yeah, so uh, yeah, me and that nigga went to church together, man. So yeah, that's. But now, nah, man, uh, what, how do you know, right? Like, do y'all just linked up? Like, how do y'all know each other? Uh, well, we the church is a wild. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most, mo uh, most of my relationships and friendships have derived. Uh, yeah, from the strip club. Where uh, we where we break bread together. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You meet some of the most genuine men off in them places. Uh, yeah, yeah, good loving, kind brothers. So, yeah. So I, I'm curious your thoughts on um, you know, Dallas Fort Worth has you know grown uh, not only uh Pastor Rush, you know he's going through his trip. You know he went through his trials and tribulations. Uh, I don't know much about Rush. Uh, yeah, y'all don't know much about uh, Rush. T.D. Jakes. Out of Dallas, Fort Worth, you know, he grew to his fame. Uh, yeah, my mama remember when his shoes used to have holes in them, she say. Oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah, and his suit was small. See? Yeah, yeah, he was busting well, up out his suit. I'm curious, what are your thoughts as far as it's 2021 and most black people aren't in church as much as they used to be nah. back in the 80s and 90s? What, what do you feel that is as far as uh, us getting away from church? Is it uh, internet? Is it social media? Our, our mothers made us go. See, when we were kids, we was made to go to church, so we resented it. And when they made us go, the sermons was never geared toward us or for us. 
So they was talking over our heads. We could never connect in church. If we went to Sunday school, we had a Sunday school teacher uh, they couldn't tell us about a hard on. She couldn't, she couldn't, she couldn't, she couldn't answer our questions about sex if it was too graphic for her. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah, she was yeah. uncomfortable. We had them questions. We had them questions. And so we learned from each other. So we couldn't wait to get out of church to put the earphones on and listen to the rap music. And so our rappers became our youth ministers and youth pastors. So growing up, the preacher never had our ear. He had our mother's and our grandmother's ear. So we don't connect with preachers. Uh, the only reason the young brothers connect with the Muslim brothers is, is because the Muslim brothers are the closest to street niggas because most of them evolved from the streets into the prison system, into the Islam religion. And so that's why most of the young brothers somewhat even have an ear for a Muslim talker. He more close to a street nigga. Uh, Today's generation, we're not looking for doctrine. Today's generation of young people isn't looking uh, for the people that can quote the scriptures. Uh, they're looking for people who can live them. Uh, so uh, we reject the church, homie. This generation of young people reject the church. If you had the ability to ask God just one thing to clarify anything in your life, what would it be? Why am I here? Uh, now nah, I know why I'm here. Uh, oh. that's uh, that's uh, why do children have to suffer? I feel that. I feel that a thousand percent. Yeah. Why? Out of all the shit that happened in this world, homie, if 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 there's a God, why do black children have to go through what they go through? If we really got a God. Yeah. yeah, what what did what did what did we do? What did black people do so bad, God, that we gotta be in, 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 on the bottom? What did we do so bad? Dude, there, there's such an innocence in us that I'm like, can we preserve it a little longer than what we're given? Like, sheesh. Well, uh what did black people in America do, homie? What did we do, God, to deserve slavery? The way we was done in slavery, and for us to still be where we at today, why are we like this, God? Why are we the only savages? Why are we the only human savages in America? Why are we the only human savages? Nobody else acts like us. Nobody else produces the kind of behavior that we do. Why us? Why, God? That's what I would ask God. I mean, what, did, what, we have, what have we done, nigga? Our ancestors was pure people. Them people that were slaves, homie, they never dropped no bombs on nobody. They never sold people and enslaved people. The Africans did. The Jewish have. The Arabs have. The Chinese have. All other ethnicities around the world have done wrong, have went to war but not the American nigger. Do you believe it's the lack of history as far as uh, not having a history because our history got erased and we have to start anew? We do have a history. We're not Africans. Africans' history wasn't erased. True. 
Have you ever done your genealogy as far as where you're possibly from? Yeah, a nigga slave from Marshall, Texas. Her wow. name was Lucille Helton, and I personally know her. Mm. She was property of the White Sloan Plantation. That's where my last name come from. She was my grandfather's mother. She mm. died at 105 years old. She's my, she's my grandfather's mother, which is my mother's father. She was the property of the White Sloan Plantation. We inherited our slave master's land in Marshall, Texas. We own the White Sloan Plantation. Mm. The I fact, come from a nigga. The fact that you could trace your history back, let's say, 300 years, um, do you feel like because you can't go back further that you are part of creating a new history for your legacy, your uh, family's legacy? Uh, why would I want to go back further? Mm. Why the, the Africans who was brought here, they can go back. <laughs> Right? The Africans who was captured and brought here, they can go back. The black people who was born into this, that's where their history began. Ain't no before that. It was never a nigga before that. We come from a nigga. We didn't come from Africans. They put a halt on international slave trade. So they would have to sneak thumb some through the Bahamas. They'd have to sneak some through South America. That didn't last too long. The Haitians fought and won. So now you got black people here who were Africans. You got some who the white boy made fuck this one, fuck that one. They had a breeding form of black people who was born either from an African or was born here and ain't got no ties to Africa. It's some people that was born to a slave. That's where their history began with that slave. Man, that's real. You, you, see, you, you see what I'm saying? African. They're not Philly. Africans. They don't have no African lineage. They don't have no African nothing. You have to remember there's a book that was once called How to make a nigger slave. So they started making nigger slaves. They didn't make African slaves. They made nigger slaves. How to make a Negro Christian. There's doctrines on this. We ain't no motherfucking African nigger. We seeds of a nigger. Do you feel like that's why we can't progress because we steadily chase a lineage or a heritage or ethnicity that we have no real connection to? You goddamn right that's why we can't progress. We chasing the ghost. Our ancestors built Black Wall Street. Them wasn't Africans, y'all. Right. Them was Americans. Them was Born niggers. Them was niggers. They niggers. Was, them was niggers. They wasn't called Americans. Damn. Them was niggers. Damn. Did y'all see what them niggers built down there on Wall Street? In Tulsa, they was niggers. They wasn't Damn. black. They wasn't Negroes. They wasn't colors. They was called nigger. And they didn't have no problem with being called nigger. They just wanted to be left alone so they can carve out their little section and build what they built. Yeah. If we go back to being like the niggers, we will be great again. 
Look what the niggas built under that condition. Look how dignified the nigger was under the slavery system. That ain't just black Wall Street, homie. It's other shit took place that these people built. Yeah. Would you call Atlanta like a new black Wall Street or new Tulsa? No, hell no. Ain't no more ain't no more niggas. Ain't no more niggas. Who go build something like that? The niggas is gone. There you go. Man, the nigga, the nigga is what built America. The white boy didn't know how to build nothing. The nigga used to grow food. The white boy really didn't grow food. He used to go get it from the niggas. The nigga laid the roads and the pavement before the Mexicans came and started doing construction. The nigga knew how to grow food. The nigga had chickens. The nigga had cows. The nigga had a tractor. Niggas had land. Niggas couldn't read and write, but they knew how to do all the other trades. He just couldn't read the white man's words. So he wasn't interested in learning the white man's words. He knew how to count money. The Negro, the black, he pride himself in knowing the white man's words and speaking them properly, speaking English properly. The nigger children want to know the white boy's tongue. The nigger didn't. The nigger speak Ebonics. The nigger didn't care nothing about that white boy's words, didn't care nothing about that white boy books. All the nigger cared about was the stars and the ground, knowing how to grow food. So that's what we ain't chasing, homie, is our own survival and being independent. The nigger knew how to survive. Do you feel like they're making the word nigger derogatory? Is more so like taking away from what the word actually derived from and what it made us to be? Oh, uh, well, we don't know what it derived from. They tell us Nigeria, but that's not true at all. Yeah. The English white boy. See, this is what people fail to realize. The white boy that over, oversaw the nigga, he was dumb. He, he didn't speak like uh, uh, George Washington knew. The white boy that dealt with the nigga, he liked the dog trainer. The nigga that trained the dog, dumb and stupid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the white boy that handled the nigga, they say they from Niger, or they say from Nigeria. The white boy didn't give us that word for a derogatory term. He couldn't pronounce it. Hey, they say these are niggas. Well, they're some niggers from Niger. Well, fuck it, the niggers. They're just, they're just niggers. They weren't saying that to be derogatory. They was dumb Englishmen. You got to remember, they didn't send their best and brightest over here to build this motherfucker. They didn't send their best. They sent the bottom. They was never expected to make it. But they, they made it, right? So they didn't call us nigger to be derogatory. It's just they, how they talk. They say they from over there, from the Niger, the Nigeria, nigger. Who's gonna correct us anyway? Say nigger, what you say your name is, boy? Remember in the movie Roots, they kept saying the Geechee man. Remember when Kunta showed up, they kept saying, hey, just stay away from that, that Geechee man now. So they wasn't just saying, they just wasn't being derogatory, homie. Just a, the, the language barrier. So they say 
the word nigga mean you dumb and stupid. They didn't say that. It was a language barrier. It wasn't no translator for the nigga. The nigga didn't have a translator when he got here. White boy said, hey, go get that bucket of water, nigga. And the nigga standing there looking. Dumb stupid motherfucker, get the water, dumb motherfucker. He didn't have nobody telling nothing. And the nigga want to know why he hitting him. They don't understand one another. So, nigga, we been told bullshit. We are, we are somebody trying to tell us the word nigga is bad. Well, let me just say this, niggas. The greatest thing you can ever be called in this life is a nigga. Whenever they want to tell you a derogatory term, they call you boy. Do you hear me, boy? Come here, gal. Heifer. They don't call you no nigga until you do something they don't want you to do, boy. Unless you're a boy. A nigga is the greatest term a white man can never say to you because you done made him. That's, you die, nigga. They don't say die, boy. Yeah. They don't say hang, boy. They say hang, nigga. That's the ultimate nigga. Come on, man. But we done been tricked. Don't call me nigga. You ain't black. You ain't, cause it, don't nothing else have power like the word nigga. It make everybody cringe. So why not have such a powerful name? I be nigga. Everybody cringe when I come in saying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, nah, man, niggas nigga say niggas say I went to the government, nigga. Say, sir, can you remove your hat in the building? Niggas don't take their hats off in white folk building. And we don't. Niggas don't. We wear our hats everywhere. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, niggas don't take their niggas. Some niggas sleep in their hats. Talk to so now, so I'm telling the white man, well, uh, well, sir, you, man, it's part of my religion. Well, what are you Muslim, man? I'm nigger. Niggerism. That's my religion. I practice a religion called niggerism, sir. And, and I'm going to take my hat off now, but just for the record, I just want to let you know, I practice a religion called niggerism. We don't work, we don't take our hats off in white folk buildings. There you go. Yeah, for the record. And, and yeah, then before I get through speaking, before I walk out that building, put my hat back on. There you go. Now, I want to ask you, uh, when it comes to uh, prisoners and prison reform and things like that, do you feel like prison is more for rehabilitation or does it make better criminals? Uh, no, 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 no. I think prison is for rehabilitation. Uh, I recommend it. Uh, uh, I, I look to prescribe it for a young nigga's ass. Uh, uh, I think it does some of the best goddamn teaching uh, that a black boy can find on earth. Uh, jail is much needed. Prison is very much needed. Uh, long prison sentences is required uh, for for yeah uh, yeah yeah. Then uh, and I think we need a new crime bill. Yeah, yeah. I think we need a new crime bill to lock niggas ass up and get some shit straight again. So when it comes to a young man, 18 years old, fresh, does his first crime, gets five to ten. Does that make does that rehabilitate him or does that make him a better criminal as no, far no, as what no, he learns no, no, no. in a, what he I learns in prison? I ain't seen now nigga go to prison and come home a better criminal. I done seen nigga go to prison and go to prison again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I done seen nigga go to prison and go to prison again, but I ain't seen nigga go to prison and come out and do wrong and not get in trouble no more. Shit, this ass get caught again. So they don't make him better criminal. But what I do see if a nigga ass go down there at 15. And he was a killer at 15. 
And when he come home at 40, he go find him a good job, and he turn into a good husband, and he'd be a great father, and then he start coaching football with kids. So get his ass early and lock him up long, and you got your good citizen. So nigga 18 years old, first time in trouble, 10 year sentence. When he come home at 30, we ain't want no problem out his ass. We done kept him during all his 20s. Normally when he go be the biggest, the fastest, and the strongest, and do the most dumbest shit in the world. See, I used to always figure out, well, man, why would they take a nigga as a young boy and keep him till he grown? Well, I started, I went to Texas Wesleyan University, and I was a pre-law student at Texas Wesleyan University studying to become a lawyer. And I understood the objective of, the, the, of our criminal justice system is to, is to keep you locked away during what they call your prime crime years. It used to be 15 to 25, right? They figure you catch a nigga at 15, troubled teenager, at risk, delinquent, keep him 25, he'd be good. That was for them niggas in the 60s and the 70s. My generation, our prime crime years is 12 to 40. So now you say, okay, well, why do they give niggas such long, lengthy sentences, the prime crime years, right? So if you see a nigga who get probation at 19, he get a five-year, seven-year probation sentence, he'll be in prison by the time he's 25. He ain't going to do the probation. If, 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 if he's criminal at 16, 17, by the time he's 30, he'll be in prison or have been on parole at some point in time then he'll start to be trying to do things different. So for black children in America, you damn near got to lock their ass up at 10 years old and don't let them come out till they 40. Or else they gonna be a terror to, the, to their communities, not to white people, but to their communities. So uh, now nah, homie, jail, jail rehabilitate their ass. You seen how many niggas go down there and can come back and say, assalamu alaikum? You ever seen that? Them nigga come down there, you nigga be named Shariq Akbar Mohammed, and his mama named Shirley Brown. Yeah, 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 so yeah, hell yeah, them nigga come home some, on, yeah, nigga be skinny in the motherfucker. When he, when he come home, he be big in the bit. Chest be big. Yeah, yeah, nigga, nigga her with nap in the motherfucker. He come home with a heart full of wave. Look like he got a beehive on his head. So yeah, man, niggas don't know nothing about God. Come back, know everything about God. So no, nigga, prison does them niggas ass some good. And I recommend it. I ain't bullshit. Now, now I once heard you say, and I might, I might be misquoting you, but if you see three black dudes in a car on the road, you're going to call the police. They ass up to no good. <laughs> why, why do you believe, and I believe you, but why? <laughs> see, nigga, you ever been with two other niggas? Yeah. Y'all up to no, we were up to no good, right? Three niggas together, if they, if they ain't on their way to work, now, what I, they doing? Now, I always believed it was two niggas and a white boy. That's what I always... Oh, nigga, there's some sick shit going on, two <laughs> niggas and a white boy. Yeah, yeah, them two niggas fucking over that white boy. Yeah, if it's two niggas and a white boy, that white boy might be here hostage. And they steal from him. Yeah, one of them fucking his sister, and one of them want to fuck his mama. Uh, yeah, 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 that, they, we already know how that combination is. That white boy is a victim. Yeah, two niggas in the white boy, that, that's an automatic victim. 
He ain't got no say so or nothing. Buy nothing. Yeah, yeah, no. We got, yeah, yeah, no. I got it. I got a question. Are you a conspiracy theorist? No, nah, I don't believe shit. So, yeah, I think everybody lives them conspiracies. So, what, how would they know? Yeah, yeah how would we? We the poorest motherfuckers on, we the, we, we the lowest motherfuckers in society. Yeah, yeah, nigga, we is. All of us that know conspiracy theories, homie, we at the lowest level of the socioeconomic totem pole in the world it is, nigga. How we know any goddamn thing? Uh, man, I, you know, this is me, because I, I, this has always been my theory, and I'm going to, I always tell people, the black man is the, the lowest thing under totem pole. It's the totem pole, and then there's the, the, the piece underground that's keeping the totem pole up. That's the black man. Yeah. How do we... Get from up under, because it's like, I say it's like the white man, the white woman, the Chinese man, the Chinese woman, the Mexican man, the Mexican woman, the black woman, dogs and cats. I was just about, yeah, I was just about to say dogs the white, your dogs and cats. And, the, uh, and everything in the air. And, yeah. And then the black man. Yeah. Like. And then, you know, I heard you say, like, the term, use the term savages. And I believe that's, like, how we are perceived. How, do, how does the black man's plight, <coughs> that's been my whole thing. Like, how do we beat the black man's plight? Because I don't need to be really worried about no other gender or race, just the black man's plight. Because it seems like ours is the most com the convoluted and the most destructive. Oh, uh, because we keep trying. We need to quit trying to climb the totem pole. We need to we need to be where we go be, right? And uh, we can snatch the bottom from up under them because we at the bottom, right? We are the bottom. Uh, everything is built on our backs. Uh, we are the spars of walls, right? If if China was the if if America and China was to have a war, and 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 China beat America, uh. Nigga, we're part of that debt that they would cash in on. Mm. Yeah. yeah, we like the resource. Well, give us them niggas. Man, y'all can't have our niggas. Man, y'all can have our economic system. Y'all can have Africa. But man, we ain't getting y'all our niggas. We need these niggas. Especially now. Well, uh, who's going to make our economy turn without them? Who, 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 they need us. Yeah. The largest, he, he just said that we're the largest consumers on earth, not just in America, on planet earth. Oh yeah. So everybody, when we walk out of our door, everybody got a basket that they're trying to sell us something out of. Chinese, the Arabs, that's why all of their stores are at our doorstep. Oh, yeah. They ain't in nobody else's neighborhoods. We're the spars of war. Hey, y'all, come on over here. Uh, when y'all get here, we're going to give y'all a little money where y'all can open up a store over there. And y'all can sell them whatever. So our dilemma It's us at this point in America. So his question is, how do we get out of this dilemma? 
Man, y'all saw what Kevin Gates did. But you got to kill your niggas with kindness. You got to kill black people with kindness, homie. Our dilemma is us. Fuck the totem pole. Nigga, we here. And we ain't going nowhere from this bottom position. We used to be right up under the white boy on the totem pole. Second class citizen. We used to be second class citizens because at one point in time, it was just us, the white boy, and the Indian. So now we got all these different ethnicities, homie. Uh, you had Obama let in over half a million Syrians. You got, then they opened up to let the Mexican come in with the, with the, with the Dreamers Act, the DACA. Uh, now you got all of these quarter million Afghanistans. They done opened the borders up. You got the Cubans in here. So now when you look at the strip clubs all over, nigga, the Cuban bitches is sliding in on the black holes in the strip club. And you see, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, some look black, some look Mexican, some look white. But now I'm saying, man, where all these goddamn Cubans coming from, homie? So everybody here and everybody bought their culture. How do we change the dilemma? It's our culture, homie. That's how we change this, nigga. For one, we don't value our women. Our culture teaches not to value the woman. I want, I want to stop you right there. Because that was going to be my very next question. And we argue about this all the time. What are your views on monogamy? Uh, nigga can't handle more than one bitch. Yeah, nigga talking like they want five, six polygamy hoes. Uh, <laughs> nigga, we all taking uh, sex stimulants to <laughs> fuck one hoe good. What the fuck you think a nigga gonna do with five bitches? Hell no. No, no, man, straight up, man. Nigga, mo most of us gotta get drunk just to fuck good. Man, talk to him. Nigga ain't fucking, nigga ain't got no good dick sober. <laughs> talk to him. So, you gotta deal with all that during the day? Yeah, man, so you think you finna go get four, five more women, and you finna, nah, nigga's full of shit. Yeah, man, nigga barely had him one hoe. Nah, man, I'm with nigga, get you one woman, nigga. Uh, and, and I really, Get you one woman, try to have you one on the side if you can get away with it. But if not, yeah, if you can get away with it, man, nigga, just try to do all your fucking you go get as a young nigga. Then meet you somebody uh, that you think you can settle down with. Uh, and, you know, maybe she got a freaky cousin you can fuck at the family reunion or something. But yeah, just try to get you one woman, man. So, so like, like Lil Dirk, right? Him, his yeah. girl, they was in the bed. Some people try to, you know, walk in to kill him. And she busted back. Yeah. I at that point, that. do you gotta marry her? Like at that point, do you just gotta go ahead and marry marry that? Yeah. Uh well, uh, I saw that first girl he had. <laughs> yeah, I saw that first motherfucker he had. <laughs> he should have been married. That motherfucker India. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he should have been married, huh? Man, I would say that is his baby mama that fight that. Yeah, yeah, his baby mama. Yeah, 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 that lets you know, boy, he wasn't no hell of five motherfucking nigga for, nah, he wasn't no hell of five motherfucking nigga for he was rapping. Nah, for real. Yeah, nah, my baby mama don't look like that. I got a bad ass little Mexican bitch. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, nah, he ain't no, yeah, yeah, he was a scrub. Yeah, he got it. If that's his real baby mama, and that's Dirk on that picture, yeah, best thing could ever happen. That boy would start rapping. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah, 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 gonna never get no pretty pussy. He said, listen, the best thing. Is I pop off on rap. Yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't gonna never get no bad ass bitch. But I don't even know how he can bounce back from that. Goddamn. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah. Now I gotta ask you, uh, 
for for Charles and White for you know advice to young men. How long do you think a, a dude should string along a side chick? How uh, many months or years? Forever. Forever. Yeah, nigga, you don't. Forever, yeah, ever? nigga, you don't quit no bitch that lets you cheat on. Let you be your side hoe. Yeah, nigga, she can go get a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> bitch. Yeah, she can go get a boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that's still your bitch. Yeah, that's her that's his girlfriend, but that's your bitch. She your side bitch. Yeah, and you help her fix things with him. Yeah, tell me don't be doing that nigga like that. Yeah, now nah, man, uh uh granddaddy and them kept a side girl forever. Yeah, as long as she ain't causing no problem and she don't yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody got to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so she don't know, she know, yeah, she know. You you your real woman don't know, but your side bitch know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really your real woman is your side bitch. You just don't like her enough uh, to make her your real yeah, woman. That's what that was what I was gonna ask. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say because niggas would be in a faithful monogamous side bitch relationship for twenty years. Yeah, and but the, be want to divorce yeah. their real girl. Yeah, like yeah. that shit don't be making those. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, that that's been going on for you know forever, yeah. uh you know uh, and, and I hate to say this man because I done been caught cheating, uh but fuck it yeah. I'm gonna be honest, yeah. but you know it and I'm sorry baby I hope my wife don't see this shit, but man it's my sincere belief that a man's supposed to have a wife and a girlfriend to make you treat your wife better out of gift, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, talk yeah, to, yeah, talk yeah, to yeah. a king. This is a real king uh, right here. But you got to be able to run your ship good enough, bro. When you tell your wife, say, "Baby, listen, I'm for to go over here and and feed the ducks." She believe you're going to go feed the ducks. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you say, "Baby, I had to work late tonight," she believe you had to work late tonight. It's when she stopped believing you. It's when you go start having problems. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what happened to me. So let me, let me ask, what, what are your thoughts on like you like flying Instagram chicks out? Cause I know they in your DM now. Uh, I know I know the Instagram models in your DM. That's a lot of temptation. Oh, uh, yeah, I be thinking they men. <laughs> start start with that. Start with that just to make sure you listen. Yeah, I would not fall uh, for the okie doke. No no no. I uh no. Them tell you the Instagram model when she go to following me. Uh yeah, I think them be men, pretty men. Yeah, yeah, cause yeah, them bitches be too pretty. There you go. Them hoes be like, say, nah, homie, I be saying, man, how these bitches get this pretty? Where that's they come the, from? That's man, the best way to negate it. Yeah, nah, man, I want the regular gals. Uh, nah, man, them Instagram bitches be too pretty, homie. I'm talking about nigga be looking at them hoes, be saying, man, God damn, she following me. She sending me a message. Man, it's a man. Yeah, I yeah, I yeah, <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, that's, that's the best a, way to negate it. Yeah, that's, that's a man. Best way to negate it. Connect man now, nah, homie, you go get caught up. Oh, uh, yeah, they too pretty. And man, uh, where they come from? What were they doing for Instagram? Were they just pretty girls? That's what were Instagram question. models doing for then? Homie, they wasn't shit. I ain't gonna lie, there's some nice, pretty looking girls they in the homie, country. But I'm saying, hot man, god damn, man, shit. <laughs> man, they be too motherfucking perfect. Say, man. They be Save too me. perfect, homie. They got to be uh, demons. <laughs> Say, man, them hoes be too fine. Too perfect. Too perfect. You ain't homie. Set up like they that, toes, yeah. they noses, they fingers be super pretty. Uh, they got some of the most prettiest skin on them. 
Oh, uh, yeah, man, I'll be, man, that's a goddamn man. I'm gonna keep looking look at this look, shit. Look, look, yeah, I go looking for them records. I go yeah, back to Facebook. I go back to Facebook to come to reality. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, where the regular at? I know these Where's motherfuckers. Where's the flaw? Where's I the know flaw? these motherfuckers. Yeah, I know this whole real boy. Yeah, show, me, show me the flaws. <laughs> yeah, man, I go back to, yeah, I go back to Facebook for a reality shit. <laughs> Oh, I ain't put some them some of the prettiest motherfuckers in the world, homie. Them Instagram models. I see why them niggas ain't getting. Hell nah. Fuck. What's your flaw, goddamn it? Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> now, hey, I do want to ask you. Um, as far as you know, in the in the black community, um, as far as black leaders, you know, we have our Al Sharptons, our Jesse Jacksons. We ain't got that shit. I'm gonna say, yeah. What yeah. what do we have from what you see? Because uh, you're a voice in the community. Man, we got we got we got uh we got Eremis. Oh. Uh, but y'all want to make him a rapper. <laughs> Spit some bars. If, if, if you listen to what, what, what Earmish was saying when he wasn't rapping, homie, he was a very intelligent brother, but we want to keep him in Nipsey character. Yeah. A lot of the interviews where this man was talking intelligent and giving game, that wasn't a rapper, that wasn't Nipsey. Yeah. Most people don't know his name was something else before with Nipsey. That's facts. The real Nipsey Hustle is, a real, is another guy. Yes, yeah, so Why we stuck on the nip? Man, give us earmiss where we can look more into this person. Yeah. Uh, Adolf. Adolf Thornton. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I love it. I love well, it. Well, we, 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 we just thought his name was Young Dolph. His name Adolf. Yeah. Adolf. Oh, we think Adolf is a bad name. First thing we think Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so uh what's what's happening is, homie, we're we're, we're, we're not just killing uh, good black men, we're also assassinating the images of good black people by keeping them in the rap character form. Yeah. We're assassinating the images of good black people by keeping them in rap form. We'll never know how great Earl Simmons was. Yeah. We only know about how great DMX became. Right. But, what did Earl have to overcome? Overcome. Uh, where we saw DMX couldn't overcome. Earl overcame. He had this drug addiction as Earl. How did Earl get to be this great character DMX with this addiction? Yeah. Only for this addiction to make DMX fall. And when, when you see, um, let's say, a JFK from what they showed get, ki get killed by his own kind, and then you watch a Nipsey, a Young Dolph, a Mo3 get killed by their own kind as far as what could be, what could be great in our, you know, what only helps our community yeah. get killed by their own. What are your thoughts when you see our own killing our own uh, of what could be great? Uh, gorillas don't kill monkeys. JFK didn't get killed by his own kind. He was a Catholic. Mm. A racist white boy don't like Catholics. He don't like Jews. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's real. Yeah, that's he didn't real. like Catholic either. Huh? They didn't want JFK to be a Catholic. They didn't want that Catholic running their country. Mm. They didn't want Mitt Romney, another Catholic running their country. That ain't that, that ain't that English white boy. So it's about beliefs then? It's about beliefs. Okay, I can feel that. It's about beliefs. I can feel that. So 
with that being said, you know, I, I, I want your thoughts as far as we didn't went through uh, a year of Biden. We got through four years of Trump. Um, this uh, this, abar- this this virus, Corona. I don't know if you've been able to touch on this Amarcron variant. The new variant. Yeah, the new variant. Yeah, yeah, I've been spreading it. Yeah, no, I'm, it, I've been I've been helpfully giving it. To, yeah, yeah, I've been spreading it, it like a motherfucker. Yeah, what what is your thoughts? Because I'm like we going into a new now. shutdown. Yeah, like. yeah. Before I got to y'all, I was spreading that shit. I'm negative oh, now. Shit. Oh well, shit. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm negative now. Oh, uh, but yeah, two weeks ago, nigga, I was. Yeah, I think I had to vary it. A lot of just, folks was like you who was out and about. Like shit, I feel like yeah. I'm sick, but I'm out and about. No, I gotta I, get to it. Yeah, ain't no feeling like it. I was. I had the fever. I had all the symptoms. Uh, nigga, and I was still riding through the neighborhood, rolling blunts, passing blunts, hitting blunts, shaking hands. Uh, yeah, nigga, fever like a motherfucker. So, goddamn it, uh, I mean, you just hit the blunt with it, fever? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you feel yeah. like there was a, a responsibility for you to maybe lay low for a little bit or like, uh, shit, I'm out here? Oh, uh, I done burned somebody before. Yeah, nigga yeah. ain't never, yeah. With that remorse or? With no remorse. Oh. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, nigga. I done, I done been burning before. No, I was burning. And and been flipping the hole with my partners and fit to burn them niggas too. The yeah, 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 nigga. God yeah. damn. God yeah. save us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I done, yeah, done burn everybody. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, nigga, I done done it. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what was that conversation like when niggas hit the clinic? Like they just looking at you. Oh, like, well, they blame, you know, they think he was the bitch. Then uh, <laughs> yeah, at this point, at this point, nigga, is, yeah, I'm the only one, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm the only one, though. I'm burning. Dirty, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, nigga, fuck it. Join the crowd, nigga. You be flipping this hoe anyway. Hey, what percentage of the rap game do you think been burning? A bunch of it, nigga. Oh, you heard that fat girl say Usher gave her herpes. She did say it. Why would a big fat motherfucker like that just come out loud on Usher? Now, hey, hey. She, if that ain't true, who, who she got to believe to get that woman's glory all ready to take the case? NBA Youngboy said he got it and he still got the females on him. Like, fuck it, I don't care if you got it. Let's yeah, fucking yeah, around. Yeah, nah, I ain't got to bump a dick now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I ain't, yeah I, ain't got, I ain't got to bump a dick. I, yeah, I would, I, I, I would get in the shit that you get shot in the ass. And, yeah. You know, uh, you maybe come back a couple of days later because you don't know which girl you gave it to. Uh, so you got to tell them all, come on, y'all, let's go to the clinic. Let's <laughs> yeah, have yeah. a clinic party. Yeah, because them people want to know some names. Well, who's the last person you slept with? Uh, Mary? <laughs> yeah, you know her last name? It's a phone number, and they'll call you. Uh, can I speak to Mary? Uh, uh, yeah, Mary, uh, you need to come down here and get checked. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, nigga, they'll call you. Oh, shit. Yeah. Do you feel like corona needs to go through everyone before it becomes not a pa- not a pandemic like it? Everyone gotta get it, fuck it, uh, all the strings. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, Should we uh, still be protecting ourselves? No, uh-uh. No, I ain't seen no dope fiend niggas die of this shit. The same, just say, listen, we ain't seen no big population of homeless people dying of it. Now that's real. I think didn't about think that. about that. I didn't think oh, about that. You ain't seen now hospital overran with homeless people. Ain't nobody running down there trying to 
uh, make sure the homeless people getting vaccinated. You don't That's never right. see them sit up around the homeless people trying to vaccinate them people. That's right. So until the homeless people start dying in large numbers, they bullshitting us. The coronavirus is a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, right. ain't no, yeah, no. Listen, homie, I got niggas still fucking like it's 1999. <laughs> I got some niggas still pick up hoes uh, walking on the street and fuck. Listen. Corona or not, that we is that's the least of our worries. Oh, <laughs> uh, they bullshitting us, homie. I, hear I think I think I think they bullshitting us, man, because I'm watching all the niggas. Uh, uh, I'm watching all the niggas still go to the strip club. I ain't you we ain't seen the stripper hoes die of Corona. Mm. Them hoes mm. naked in there with their chest burned. No, no, no mask. No we, mask. Well, yeah. what if it ain't coming through? If they can have their mask covered, they ain't got their ass and their pussy covered up. It's a hole. <laughs> Fuck you talking about? Yeah, That's nigga, facts. bacteria get in the hole. Facts. Yeah. So now, nah, man, yeah, now, nah, yeah. What I'm just you? looking shit fucked up. You? <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. I got no complaints. I got no complaints, man. Now, hey, I want, I, I want to do a little quick little. I don't want to call it a game, but it's just more so a. Uh, 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 observation. I, it's called help or hurt, and I, I just want you to tell me um, <laughs> if you feel they help or hurt the black society. I'm gonna throw some names out there and just okay. advise if you feel they help or hurt us. Okay. Uh, off top, Oprah Winfrey. She hurt us. Expound. Uh, why would Oprah go to Africa to build a school? And all these little girls in Chicago need her. Oh, mm. oh. Uh, uh, Oprah. Oprah pushed a lot of the bullshit on me. Uh, we watched her get behind Hillary now. Uh, man, when you when you when you know who and what uh, Hillary Clinton is. Uh, you would despise Oprah Winfrey for pushing her. Uh, you would despise Jay-Z. You would despise Beyonce now for pushing that woman off on us. Uh, would you say they had no other option? Yeah, they got a whole bunch of more other motherfucking options. Yeah, they got a whole bunch of more other motherfucking options, homie. Uh, when you understand who she is and, 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 and what she represents, uh, Margaret Sanger, for instance, uh, if you know anything about Mar Margaret Sanger, uh, the founder uh, of the eugenics program, uh, Hitler say, yeah, uh, Hitler say, man, uh, I learned from that hoe. That's how I learned to exterminate Jews, is her eugenics program uh, and what y'all do to the niggas. She created the eugenics program because she believed black people was not worthy and capable of producing and having children. The sole, the sole purpose of Planned Parenthood was to exterminate the nigga. Exterminate was her exact words. Uh, so when, when you look at uh, Oprah and what she went over to Africa to do for those African sisters, uh, man, fuck Africa. And yeah, fuck them girls over there. Yeah, whatever they got to go through, nigga. When you look at our young black girls, nigga, what they got to do over here. And they ain't got no black sororities. They ain't got no, 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 don't no black girl rock uh, movement. It ain't no black girl nothing, nigga. Uh, so fuck Oprah. Focus on what, what's right in front of you. 
Yeah. All right, help or hurt black society, uh, Michael Jordan. Hurt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hurt any nigga dribbling the basketball up and down the court hurt our people. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, Expound if you don't mind. Oh uh, well, uh, uh, we need we need a suicide bomber. We need us uh, some niggas that get in the airplane, go to it, learn how to fly a plane and fly. Uh, yeah, planes in the building, nigga. They had it. Uh, uh, we need we need scientists. Uh, we need some people. We need some uh, uh, some physics, uh, whatever the motherfuckers is to make the atom bomb, the nuclear bomb. We need some of them motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, uh, we we don't need no more jump high, run fast, nigga. Uh, Michael Jordan never gave us anything to honor off the basketball court about Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan haven't done anything great off the basketball court. And you're right, because I've been waiting for, like, with that type of power and influence, something great to happen outside of the basketball court, which I have not seen. Uh, Michael, Michael Jordan won't even talk to us. I can hear that. I feel that. Michael Jordan won't even talk to us, homie. I Think about that. that. Michael Jordan isn't ours. He's Nike. He's Chicago Bulls. Black people hadn't given Michael Jordan nothing for to say he's ours. Kobe Bryant ain't ours. Show me somewhere where a black person have a building with a Kobe Bryant jersey hanging. You got to remember the Lakers signed him. He the Lakers. He ain't ours. Mm. His jersey will hang in Jerry West's, that white man's stadium. He won't hang on no niggas' phone, mm. no niggas' museum. Yeah. If we was to fall out with white people right now, my nigga, they own Michael Jordan. We taking Michael Jordan. Man, y'all can't take Michael Jordan. Yeah, they can. <laughs> they go take Kobe. They go take Michael Jackson. And they go go put him over in their museum. They got Dr. King. Now they ain't put Malcolm in no museum yet, but neither have we. True. Now we got a black history museum somewhere either in Atlanta or one of them places, but the white man got the Smithsonian Museum that got all of the slavery artifacts and all of Dr. King's products. Yeah. And we ain't got nothing of Dr. King. The only thing they got is his Bible and his children fighting over that. So Michael Jordan, he heard him. He ain't ours. Mm. Help or hurt black people, uh, Kanye West? Uh, I think Kanye hurt black people, man. Please explain. Uh, for one, he married them Kardashian bitches. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, he hey, they from uh, like they like Middle Eastern oh, or. Armenians. They still Trilogians. white bitches. Yeah, they still white bitches. Armenians, whatever. For Romanians, Russians, still white peckerwood motherfucker. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, yeah, pale skin. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, he mad. He married them white bitches, man. And if you know, and then he he wasn't ours no more. And if you notice, black men and black boys love Kanye. Uh, black women really don't like him. Uh, That's facts. Black women, black women really don't like now. Motherfucker, go lay with the Kardashian clan. It's hard for us to accept you when they know what kind of mama she got. Uh, then Kanye a billionaire, but niggas didn't make Kanye a billionaire. Most of Kanye's money come from overseas. It don't come from her. His fashion, his clothing. Same with Jay Z. Same with Puffy. We ain't making these niggas rich. These niggas have went and got money overseas in, 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 in the alcohol industry. So these are the people who they represent and stand for, not us. Nigga, we ain't making these niggas rich. We just, we push them up to the people. We push them up. They fall back down on us. We push them back up. They backs up to us, homie. They don't never turn around and pull us up. They keep their backs turned up. They hurt us, nigga. When they when they preach, when a, when someone like Kanye West preach ownership and and wealth and generational wealth, uh, I believe he's talking to us. I believe. Well, uh. Why do we tell him? Why do why why is he preaching through music? If that's the case, why aren't he creating any programs to teach us and show us about financial literacy? But you want a bunch of you want to try to tell us about wealth and and, and economic freedom, nigga. And most of us are dealing with trauma. Most of us are dealing with trauma. Most of us are dealing with mental illness. Most of us are dealing with substance abuse problems on top of whatever circumstances that we're trying to exist in based on the conditions of poverty. You want me to be, you want me to take in what you're saying, Kanye. But you went and did all of your church preaching with Joel Osteen. You you when you when you decide to give your life to the Lord, nigga, you with Joel Osteen to go talk to all of them people. Yeah. You ain't come over to tell us us about financial freedom. Yeah. No, nigga, you you don't even talk to us, my nigga. I feel it. I feel it. You so he hurt us. So I gotta ask you, uh, hurt hurt. Or help black people. R. Kelly. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> just, just, just right now, just right now. Just right now, just right now. Say, <laughs> nigga. Oh. <laughs> Tell man, I'll say, man, I damn near said help us. Yeah, he help us. Yeah, but niggas say, say, man, uh, uh, R. Kelly ain't done nothing to us. 
R. Kelly ain't hurt us. He ain't done nothing against us. Uh, they gave him what they give celebrities, what they like. Mm. They gave it to him. Hey. They gave it to him, homie. Even after he fucked Aaliyah and done them, what he done with Aaliyah, homie, Jay-Z and him still made both the best of both worlds. And Dame had already got through messing with her after she had, you see what I'm saying? So uh, he didn't do nothing against us. The little girl he peed on, her family took some money to be quiet so she don't show up in trial. But they knew he already had access to her, so they allowed him to have access to her. Uh, as sick as this sound, homie, it's some 16-year-old girl want that grown dick. They like that grown dick, they enjoy that grown dick, and they ain't victimized by that grown dick. Is it right? No. Is it wrong? Yes. But for that 16-year-old, she'll never see herself as a victim because she like older men. You, you see what I'm saying? So uh, that happens often. That actually happens quite often. I've seen it. R. Kelly's situation, man, when you look at what R. Kelly was convicted of, R. Kelly was not convicted of sleeping and messing with underage children. He was, he was almost convicted of some mafia kind of shit. Totally separate from the narrative that they trying to spin on us about this guy. You, you see what I'm saying? So when you look at him and you look at Harvey Weinstein, Sneen or whatever his name, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, uh, the other boy, uh, Tim, uh, there's a whole bunch of them. Why aren't they receiving the same notoriety that R. Kelly is getting? Yeah. And man, y'all just keep in mind he wasn't he wasn't convicted of messing with no kids. Yeah, and they got him for uh, state state lines, racketeering, yeah. planning, and the maneuvering. Yeah, human. Yeah, just the way yeah. it was. The way it was done is yeah. what they got him on. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. It, it happens like that, homie. Uh. But if you listen to their lyrics, uh, all of them got sex slaves. Even Future said he got a bunch of sex slaves. Nah, facts. If you're going off the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. If you're going off the lyrics, homie. So, uh, where they get the lyrics from? There you go. Where do you get them lyrics from? You can, only, you, can only, you can only speak on it if you if you know about it. Yeah, if you can think it. Yeah. 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 If your mind can conceive it and think it up, uh, how can a mind conceive it and think it up if it has no knowledge of it? There you go. That's facts. Yeah. That's facts. Now I am curious as far as on your thoughts, uh, you know, Boosie, um, you know. He's one of your counterparts on Vlad TV where he has gotten a lot of flack as far as um, his issues with within the gay community, within the homosexual community. 
And his only problem ever was is what they're pushing on our young and our youth. He has no problems with a lifestyle of what someone chooses. His only his problem was with what they're pushing on our youth at an early age to where they have no choice of what they are encountering. And I just want your thoughts as far as on what is your what is your thoughts on media and television and music of what they do pushing with the homosexuality homosexuality to our to our youth. Um, uh, I think Boosie just got a problem with 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 uh. It sounds like Boosie got a problem with Lil Nas X. <laughs> it sounds like Boosie. It's direct. It's yeah, 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 it just, seems uh, to be direct. Yeah, you see, like his only problem is Lil Nas X. He ain't got a problem with Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion making that bumping pussy. <laughs> so he he don't he don't curl with the with the girl on girl gay shit. Basically, basically, so basically, this is what I'm trying to figure out, right? I don't see the media pushing homosexuality off on kids. I see grown folks watching grown folks shit on television and their kids walking by in the living room seeing it. I see adults liking the same type of entertainment that their children like and their children really shouldn't be watching it. What do you say when you see like Spider uh, Superman is a bisexual now? When you um, say shit like uh, that? Uh, uh, nigga babies don't watch Superman. <laughs> Now, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I just watched Marvel movie, The Eternals, right? The Eternals, a man literally kissed, a superhero literally kissed another superhero, a man on man on a Marvel movie on nigga The Eternals. Babies, nigga babies don't watch that shit. <laughs> nigga babies don't know nothing about Marvel comics, don't know nothing about Wolverine. That's they shit. Yeah. We're not into that shit, nigga. Who give a nigga? Our kids don't even know about Robin. But white kids know about Batman and Robin. Our kids don't know about Robin. They ain't know Robin wore red, yellow, and green. They ain't never even seen that motherfucker. Now all of a sudden. They see the Halloween costume. Yeah, nigga, nigga, what are you dressed as? Uh, they don't know Robin. You ain't never seen a, no black kid nowhere dressed up as Robin. So who give a fuck if Robin come out and be gay? <laughs> Hey, yeah, hey. Why y'all fucking with them people? They tell we don't know nothing about this shit. Who give a fuck if Robin Gay? We don't know him. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> Let me just say this, man. Oh, uh, man, we ain't seeing, we, man, listen, we promote gay shit every day. How, and, and we got a problem with them promoting gay shit to our kids. How do our kids separate girl on girl gay and boy on boy gay? Because we don't, we don't distinguish the two for children. But we'll say Lil Nas X wrong for making a video with all these niggas in prison and all in prison jumpsuit and they all gay. Well, no, no, that's how prison is. They all gay. So who said Lil Nas X? How Lil Nas X wrong? Niggas in prison gay. Most niggas in prison fucking other men. He made a video. Flip it over. Every morning I'm riding, listening to the radio, and I hear this song by Drake. Girls kissing girls. Girls like girls. Girls like girls. So we go promote this gay to our daughter but we don't want to promote this gay to our son. Make it make sense, everybody. 
I don't want my daughter gay either. But you niggas ain't got no problem with Drake saying girl kissing girl. You ain't got no problem with Nipsey Hussle saying I'm going to turn all these bitches into lesbians. You have no problem with this. So what then happened is we secretly have sown homosexuality to our children because you can't say, well, I like this one, but I don't like this one. They go together. Mm. You can't separate. Well, we just like girl on girl. No, homosexuality is same sex liking one another. So if it's in your heart for the woman, so is it for the man because they go hand in hand. You can't like this sin and think you can separate. I'm just going to pick this part out. Homosexuality is homosexuality. So if you like girl-on-girl sex, you have engaged in homosexuality, and you got a homosexual spirit on you, they don't distinguish just because you like girl-on-girl. That spirit transfers. Your kids won't get to say, well, I just like girl on girl. That spirit is on them because their daddy like it. Mm. Their mama like it. See, it get, it get that deep. Satan is the master of deception, so he deceived you with the two beautiful women. Yeah. He's the master of deception, so how he gets you to accept homosexuality, he painted in a pretty picture for you. Girl on girl. Oh, you like it then. Oh, yeah. You've, you've accepted the seed of it. Mm. Okay. So how can you denounce it? How can you rebuke it? You like girl on girl. So basically, we're all hypocrites. We're all hypocrites. There you go. There you go. Hey, man, well, So listen. we should leave gay people alone, huh? Yeah, we should leave alone. Yeah. We yeah, don't want yeah. to. Just, listen, stick, listen. just stick to us. Yeah, yeah, just stick to us. Just stick to us, man. Yeah, yeah, but listen, that's a whole, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We respect yeah, it. Yeah, we respect yeah. it. Okay, this, this is what I want to know, right? Because they put you on the gatekeeper list, right? Because, yeah. you're, you're, you know, you got a voice. Y'all don't now. know how I got there. <laughs> Y'all don't know how I got on the gatekeeper list. Yeah, man. but I mean, you, you're, you're, you're very popular, right? So. Tell me a time where a rapper hit your DM and was like, I'm the hardest nigga in the world. Like, how did you respond to that now? Because I Tell know you get a lot. Ass nigga, you dumb in the motherfucker rapping. Uh, I, uh, I get that shit all the time, homie. And I don't even respond to people that send me that music. Uh, for one, you don't believe in yourself. Because if you believed in yourself, nigga, you'd be investing in yourself. You wouldn't be trying to get free advertisement. You wouldn't just be dropping links on Say Cheese TV videos saying, hey, this may go unnoticed, but I'm the hardest nigga, sir. Right. Yeah. Nigga, uh, yeah. So, uh, this is what I did, right? Uh, I heard this Mexican rap one time. Just come home from doing like five, six years. I said, man, this Mexican here sound good in the bitch. So I sent him the rainwater. Uh, next thing I know, man, they was talking about offering this Mexican a, a record deal. But he couldn't stay out of jail. Damn. Kind of sounded like Pooh Shiesty. Right. Uh, I went to North Carolina. 
I said, call Rainwater. Say, man, this is a black Motown down here. Oh, uh, man, these niggas got some, they jamming. Uh, Rainwater start, signed a North Carolina artist. So you really, so you pulling some strings in the background. Oh, uh, not, I'm not intentionally trying. Right, right. This just all off of actual. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm a critic. I'm a critic of hip hop. Uh, I don't want none of it to be good. I want to dislike all of it, right? I'm right. I, I'm a hater. Right. I, I'm the hip hop hater. Right. I don't like no rapper, man. Fuck that. I'm a hip hop hater. I'm the new Dolores C. Tucker. Right. But I also know if I hear something good, and if I hear something good, say, man, this motherfucker good. Man, you don't like that rap shit. I don't know nothing about. I'm just gonna send it to you so you can listen to it. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, I understand the position. I don't, I'm not trying to be a gatekeeper, right? Uh, but I understand the position, and I know that I'm connected to somebody in the industry. Where if I say, "Hey, man, I think you should look at this," uh, I don't hate it on rap so much. Just the curiosity of me even liking a rapper will make them right. l- listen to it. <laughs> yeah. but, would you feel some type of way if, like you said, you made the call to Rain, he signed him, and the nigga just blew? Way up, like would you feel some type of way? Like you owe uh, me some, or would nah, you be like nah, just uh, proud? Like, oh, uh, no, nah, because in my mind, he gonna do something stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's my weird. mind, yeah, 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 my mind, this dumb ass rapping nigga finna do something stupid. Uh, yeah, he ain't, yeah, yeah, they go, he finna fuck up, yeah. So I'm more for these bow wow, man. These, these little bow wow, man. Uh, yeah, but now, nah, man, in my mind, this dumb ass rapper, man, I was, I used to like Pooh Shiesty. Yeah, 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 man, I was a fan of that little bitty boy. Then he done something stupid. Yeah, look at me in jail, man, he done something stupid. Now I, I won't like none of them motherfuckers no more. A rapper seems like a felony or something like that is a badge of honor. Oh, uh, till they go to jail. Mm. Yeah, yeah, today. I only one talking tough is Lil Pooh Shice. Uh, uh, Goyeo seemed like he kind of got it together. Uh, Bobby Smurda twitching and popping around. Uh. Uh, Kodak Black is praising Trump's uh, NBA young boy got white makeup on and, and black lipstick and fingernail polish. Say man, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, no nah, man, they they uh they ain't got a badge of honor because they screaming and hollering. What's the boy name? Casanova. He's starting to write home. They tune is changing. The saddest thing that we realizing as young black boys is nigga the truth about what we think of gangsterism, the streets. Most niggas don't get the truth till they go to prison. Then it's too late. They might got 20 years. Nigga, the truth of what we trying to rap and sing about nigga is down there on them prison walls. Mm. So I'm wondering, okay, well, why Bobby Schmurder and them coming back acting like this? Why these niggas come, nigga, they done found out the truth. You don't want to be gangster no more, nigga, when they done been down there and saw what the real gangster got to do. That the, what the real gangster have to endure, long suffering. So with that being said, lastly, I, I want your thoughts on, do you feel Takashi should have did what he did based on what he was facing? Oh, uh, oh. Uh, how, how can you expect a cheater to be anything but a cheater? And what I mean by that, he never was a gang member. He never was street. 
He was a guy he was who a, rapped. He was a guest. He was a guy who rapped who they brought into their world. They That's shouldn't right. have never brought him into their world. That's right. He's not obligated, nigga, to ride with a bunch of niggas and stand tall for him. What race do that? We don't even, we ain't gonna ride. Yeah, we don't even, no. Even the Mexican plug, nigga, tell him. Did you hear what I said, nigga? Even the Mexican plug who got a hundred keys telling on the nigga who come to score one key. Nigga, they ain't law to us. Yeah. So how, who think he's supposed to not told? Who? And, and, and then if we just go be real, if we just go be real, nigga, if you kidnap me, threaten to kill me, fuck my woman, you do all this to me, and when the feds play this tape for me, I'm supposed to be loyal to y'all. <laughs> it makes it hard. <laughs> for some, it makes it hard. For some, it makes it Let hard. Let me just say this, man. Can you imagine how Big Meats felt, homie, when them feds played that tape of his brother talking about killing him? Can you imagine, homie? So if you look at the dynamics of that movie, they trying to show us something. Yeah. They kept doing this. Nigga, and eventually he went one way, he went another way, nigga. But it was Meech, nigga, that they had nothing on. Yeah. But his brother said, man, I'm gonna kill him if he's but nigga, he's trying to find a way out where we all can be legal. All can be. The brother wants to stay down with it. So when we looking at this story, what perspective are we trying to, what are we trying to get out of this shit? Why, why are they showing us this? Why? That's what we got, man, why are they giving us this? That's real, that's real. So when I look at this, man, you say, all these niggas talk on the phone. All these niggas talk, dog, they got our every movement throughout the day. They got our, man, they got our messenger phone calls. They got our DM audio calls. So they got all of this shit, right? When them people come in and they say, hey, man, this is what your partner been saying about you. You ain't law to me, nigga, but you want me to take a life sentence for you. Then while we was out here getting money, you might been getting more money than us. You shine on us, you don't shine with us. Yeah. You shine on us, you don't shine with us. You ain't feeding us. Meech made sure all them niggas was shining with him. They didn't shine on them. Look how long they lasted. Them niggas started in the 80s, homie. They, got, they went down in the mid 2000s. That's real. There you go. There you go, man. Listen, man, we already had it, man. You know what I'm saying? Charleston White, this is, I'm going to call this part one of a just an epic trilogy we're about to do. But, yeah, yeah, man. Hey, for, for, uh, those, for those that do want to follow the movement, make sure they holler at you. Make sure they follow you, what you got going on, man. Go ahead and give them your social media drops. Oh, uh, man, the real Charleston White on YouTube. Real. The real Charleston White, because it's a whole bunch it's of whole motherfuckers. It's a whole, it's bunch, a whole bunch, bunch of fakers. Yeah. <laughs> then you got uh, the real Charleston White. Uh, on 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 Instagram and, and my backup page is uh, Van Charleston White. 
I like that. Yeah, band Charleston White is yeah. a backup page. I like that as a backup. Uh, and then you know I got uh my my clothing my clothing line man uh you know my nigga nation products nan nanny boo boo. Yeah. There you uh, go. And we down there doing uh a little under ten thousand dollars sales a month. Oh yeah, uh, nah, it's up. It's up. Yes, you can twenty twenty two. About to be crazy. That, yeah, you can catch that at uh, www.therealcharlestonwhite.com. Uh, and then just keep following me on real life street star man, cause we gonna make this big each time. Each time, each time, man. And any shout outs you want to give, man? Yeah, nah, man, I want uh, uh, my man Anthony Dewberry, uh, uh, my, my new co-host over at Game Related, not Gang Related, man. So we're going to be streaming, back streaming on all platforms, uh, 2022. Uh, but I want to shout y'all out, homie. Uh, Much but, love. Uh, I, I, I didn't expect you guys to be so professional. Uh, Thank you. Not, not, not just in... Uh, you know, not just in how we uh put it together, but uh how y'all got this thing set up. Yeah. Uh one, two, three, four, five black men. Uh I'm watching y'all pass the microphone. I'm seeing how y'all interact with each other. Y'all ain't fighting. Thanks. Uh y'all taking it serious. Y'all taking it serious. See, that's that's what we fuck up at, homie. We don't take the craft serious. There you go. Uh the 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 line of questioning. Uh y'all wasn't chasing headlines. Uh, y'all wasn't chasing uh, mm -hmm. a, a, a sensationalized uh, topic uh, that a trend for whatever. So uh, now, nah, homie, I had fun. Uh, so I look forward to coming back. Uh, and, and 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 if and if I had some say so uh, between real life street stars, uh, say cheese TV, and uh, Dallas Global, homie, uh, everybody who come through here need to check this platform out. They come through this city, need to come, That's come through here, homie, and, and put a stamp on your brand. That's Shout out to those other two brands because they were instrumental in, in helping your rise. You know what I'm saying? Dallas, we got the best media, man, for sure. Yeah. Shout out to everybody that's been here. And I got to say, because, you know, it's funny how Dallas Fort Worth have been able to create larger than life brands in the last five years that we've never had before. Yeah. So for you to come through and sit down with us, and we're growing and you're growing. It's a blessing for us to not only match energy, but yeah. be able to sit here and have this conversation. So I thank you for even coming to sit down with us. I think you guys get a, I think you guys get a bad rap, uh, you know, because some different rappers have came here, you know, in front of the license. Yeah, yeah, pop different shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pop, pop different shit. And 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 I think uh, a, a lot of people get stuck on 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 the actors and the characters. Uh, and forget you guys are, are a real media outlet and that y'all are not taking sides. Uh, and this is what freelance journalism look like. And uh, you know, like Dick Gregory always said, homie, we the media. So you guys get to write our narrative, yeah. right? You guys get to write whatever wrong, uh, whatever wrong you guys get to make it right by what y'all come back and report to. Uh, and I think the audience forget that, that you guys are really neutral. Y'all don't take sides. Y'all just reporting the story. So uh, I salute y'all, my nigga. Man, we can leave it at that, man. Right there, man. Hey, Charleston White on the couch. You are a real life, a real life street star from the gut to the mother, man. Hey, Charleston White, we here, man. Rap. Peace. Shout out to Real Street Stars, nigga. Moving.